0: welcome back to another exciting episode two men shed totally uncensored and boy do we have a, a, a shiny bright and, and, and informative maybe piss some people off type of podcast for this week you know the Democrats have lost lost heavenly heavenly not heavenly heavenly but it's heavenly that they've lost yeah, you we just, got some Marine Corps stories bigly they lost bigly how about that george that, bigly. Works.
1: that works for me well yes they did yeah over in virginia they lost all three top spots governor lieutenant governor and the attorney general and they lost i believe seven house seats too which now gives the republicans control of the house in virginia i'm telling you what people are tired of this democrat bullshit man so yeah it's a, and then uh jersey was a surprise um the governor there, a Republican, almost won up there, barely lost. Which you, you never know. It's still, it can be contested. So that one's still not really solved. Just because the media says somebody won, you know, like they did with Biden, doesn't mean it's true. So,
0: well, well, here, here's here's the code, George. Anytime election officials, especially the incumbent, says we're going to make sure every vote is counted, we're not going home yeah, till yeah. every yeah. vote is counted. Democrats always means, say that when they're losing. <laughs> yes. Well, that means. That that's the code, you know. So I don't have to do the cell phone or anything like that. That's code. Who listening to the broadcast? Like, all right, we need to get these mail-in ballots over there to them so they can start <laughs> counting.
1: But that that is that is true. That if you listen to a Democrat like the, the the guy in Virginia, when as he you know when it was apparent he was going to lose, that's what he kept saying. We're going to make sure every vote is counted. Democrats always pull that trick, but. You know, they, they, yeah. last year, they didn't care about every vote counted when, um, you know, those votes came in the middle of the night for Biden and shit. But anyway, so anyway, so yeah, it was a good day. The Braves won the World Series this week. That that was great, which yes. uh, which was sweet justice yeah. since the Atlanta lost the All-Star game due to stupidity and lies. So um, yeah, it, it's been a good week. So for the Republicans, things are starting to change, turn around here. So I'm looking forward to Yeah, the I'm
0: nighttime. really glad. I'm really glad the Braves won the World Series. I was really happy to see them in the World Series because... What MLB did to them, but I'm really glad they actually won it because now they get to have their parade. They get to have, you know, even more people come into the city and check it out. Yep. And uh, really good on a Braves for doing it. And, and that last game, they, they they showed the fuck up. Every run came off of a home run. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, they did. So nope, nope. they were swinging for defenses the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. I mean did the Astros get one wasn't it seven one? I think it was seven
1: one, I can't even I don't remember know. if they actually even got a run. I think they might have got one. I
0: think they to. I think they got closed out.
1: Yeah. Well, I think you're right. I think they did, yeah. And good for them. Can't, I don't know I never I never was an Astro fan really, so don't don't care. So but like the Braves. So it's good times.
0: Well uh, they got ugly ass uniforms. That that blue and orange. <laughs> this is just gross, dude. <laughs> ugly uniform.
1: Well, I was just thinking not too long ago. Um there's there's some classic uniforms in Major League Baseball that they don't mess with. I mean, you got the Yankees, obviously, which is classic. Um, who, who else? Uh, I was thinking, the Dodgers. Dodgers is very classic. You know, they're a nice uniform.
0: Cubs. Cubs, Cubs it seems classic. I, mean, I believe.
1: even the Braves. That they might change the color of the uh, of the jersey, but the design is always the same, and it just always looks good. I like their orange jerseys. I like their blue ones. I like their white ones. So you know, I'm, I'm good with that. So. There's a few of them out there who um, don't change them, and they they look they look good over over time, over a long period of time. They they turn into a class. Boston Red Sox, same thing. So
0: you know. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, I was watching uh lean up to playoffs. They had that ugly yellow Boston Red Sox uniform. Have you seen that uniform? It's supposed to have been like the old school. You know, like the oh, of those retro yeah, it was it was nasty, dude. They look like road cones.
1: Yeah, sometimes when like they, they pull those retro ones out, they they i and sometimes I wonder if it's a really a real retro one, but but sometimes they'll come up with these uniforms for certain days of the year or whatever too and they like well one year they did a future day or whatever and every team had uh, futuristic space outfits on and they all looked p- ridiculous. They looked stupid all of them. Every team looked stupid. So.
0: They um but yeah, they look like
1: uh, what was it—the the belts we had to
0: wear in the Marine Corps, fucking the glow belts.
1: Oh, really? That bright, huh?
0: Yes, it was bright. <laughs> it was nasty. It's no good.
1: Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! So,
0: but good on the Braves. I'm happy to one. You know, they're coming under fire for being called the Braves and doing the tomahawk chop, chop. But fuck it, you know. That's what makes baseball fun. That's what makes things fun. When you go into stadiums and Pacific teams have like their, their little quirks, you know, uh, the tomahawk chant, uh, you know, what like singles blues goes, one, blues. Yeah, it's just fun.
1: Oh. Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's nonsense like that that people are getting tired of, as we saw in Virginia, and not just in Virginia, I mean, all across the country. <clears throat> you know, a, a truck driver. Actually um, beat the New Jersey State Senate president, a truck driver, He'd never been in politics. He actually just won that seat. And all, all he spent was like eight eight to $9,000 his whole campaign.
0: And no, I didn't see that, yeah. but kudos to him. Yeah,
1: and it, he, he beat a guy who had seven terms there, so what, about 28 years in there? And, and he just beat him because people are getting tired of it. Uh, they're tired of being told what to do constantly. They're tired of... They're tired of the education stuff real big time of their kids being indoctrinated. And like you said a week or two ago, nobody really paid much attention until they all had to stay home and do homeschool and then parents started listening to these classes and they were like, What the hell are they teaching my kid? That's where it all yeah. came out. I mean, you were you were right yeah. on that. And that's when parents got more involved and they're just tired of it, man. They're just tired of it. Well,
0: I mean, we say this all the time. The Democrats are restrictive. They say they're for freedom, but they're restrictive. Look at what what Newsom did in California. Super restrictive. I mean, look at what they were doing in Virginia. They were super restrictive. Uh, New Jersey was super restrictive because, you know, it's part of the the greater metropolitan New York City area. Super restrictive. You know, they, they can't sit there and say they're about freedom of speech. When everything you say in your speech offends them, you know, it, they just it's all, it's all about control. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. They're about high taxes. People don't want to pay these extra taxes.
1: Oh, nope. New Jersey. You know, some of the highest. Yeah.
0: It's ridiculous. I was digging into uh, for, for a class for my American philosophy class into Biden's Build Back Better plan. And I was just looking for nuggets like we all know he wants to tax the rich. But what other nuggets were in there? Where where else is he going to capture more tax uh, revenue, and one of the places is saving for uh, retirement. It's bad enough they're, they're 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 fleecing Social Security, but now all of a sudden they want to uh, tax retirement. So if you reach ten million dollars in retirement, um, they're going to tax whatever you contribute into it. But when you take it out, they're going to tax you again. It's, they're almost double taxing on the dollar. And what they want to do is make it where you can withdraw that money quickly, because when you withdraw the money that's when the bigger tax comes out. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So, say you just get a withdrawal month. Of them. Once a month, they, they want to do it every week. Like, you're going to get a retirement check every week, so therefore they can tax that. And it's just ridiculous.
1: It's all all because they need to money. To fund what? To fund their nonsense. That's, that's all it comes down to. I, I was talking to a buddy up in Jersey who was, you know, he, he was he was praying like hell the Republican was going to win. But he told me his he pays $9,500 $9, a year in property tax on his house. That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, sure I, I, I mean, obviously the, the the cost of living up there is higher, but that due, due to Democrat policies, pretty much. But ninety five, I used to pay eight hundred and fifty dollars a year in North Carolina. It's just the disparity there is ridiculous. And he and he has a yeah. he has a normal home. He has a well, he has a four bedroom house, garage. I mean, a normal middle class home and you know property tax. It's it's crazy plus Plus twelve dollar pack of cigarettes up there. It's just all nonsense. All nonsense.
0: Man. Yeah, I mean they try to tax people out of their habit. How yep. did that work out? It it doesn't. It just it it doesn't work out. It what's funny about that is is that they'll try to tax people out of their habit, like tobacco and alcohol, but they'll give them fucking free drugs and hotels to stay in if you're homeless, a drug addict. Yep. It just yep. It doesn't make any damn sense.
1: I, I remember nope. when uh, I remember when they raised the tax on the on the cigarettes. It was, it was in the '90s, Bill Clinton, and that was because um, people were suing for cancer and all that, you know, and they were suing Big Tobacco, and so that was the settlement. Well, that has nothing to do with the settlement, but it's like you said, they they, they saw a gold mine. Hey, let's let's raise the tax on the cigarettes, like you said maybe people will quit smoking, but then it's, all, it's also a, 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 a new stream of revenue for them, and then they just went crazy with it and just kept taxing it, taxing it, taxing it. To now, like I said, in Jersey, you pay like 12 bucks a pack of cigarettes. It's, it's just out of control.
0: That's why if you ever go out there and visit, you buy a whole bunch of cartons of cigarettes and you sell it to your friends.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. Well, Which they, is illegal, exactly, supposedly, but because,
1: whatever. Yeah, people used to come down to North Carolina and load up uh, truckloads of cigarettes and go over and sell them, and it was illegal, but which actually, I quit. I quit buying cigarettes because they are getting so expensive. Which I, I'm trying to cut cut back, if not quit. You know, but I started rolling my own now. So, so then when I get lazy and I don't feel like rolling a cigarette, then I just don't have a cigarette. So,
0: well, they got those roller machines there yeah. that are pretty fancy now. Well, they, you just put it in there and just
1: yeah. Well, I didn't and get they go for I, I didn't, the guy tried to sell me the fifty dollar one, but I, I went with the twelve dollar one. He he was like that one that one breaks. I said, well, I'll take my chances. And uh, a bag of tobacco for like eight bucks and. Uh, the filters—I I don't know—somewhere between five dollars or whatnot, and uh, yeah. So, like I said, now when I'm watching TV, I'll, I'll roll a few. And uh, but like I said, if I don't want to feel like rolling one, I just won't have a cigarette. And it really cuts down. Plus, um, you know, I got tired of spending uh, fifteen bucks every time I went to the store and bought two packs of cigarettes. So, so yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. But these, these programs ain't gonna work out. Just like uh, we were talking off air, um, I, I wrote a paper for my American Philosophy class and. I I did a deeper dive. I know we talked about free college before, but I did a deeper dive on free college. And in places like the Scandinavian countries, Norway, Sweden, you take Germany, even Chile started doing a free uh, two years of community college. The program isn't working out because what the program is designed to do is to close the gap or or shorten the gap of inequality. So they're saying here, if you get the college education, you don't get a college education, there's inequality there because... uh, you can you can earn more which to me that's a life decision like if you decide not to get to college understand that you're probably not going to get paid as much as a college, a person with a college degree All right even though the stats say that you know but but what happens is is that uh, it ends up benefiting the people they're trying to prevent it benefiting so people who from a fluent uh, background that goes to a better say high school or or, or middle school or has a better, uh, you know, that, that that high school, middle school, uh, elementary school education are more prepared for college versus the people who are really needing the free college. And so they just go to college and fail, which puts them right back into the cycle, you know? And and, and, and if they fail, who's going to pay for this tuition? So we're just going to have a bunch of students not going into the workforce that goes into uh, the community college and potentially fails out? like. So it's just free money? it. it you know, we got to solve that problem. And then the second problem is it's, it waters down the degrees. If everyone has a degree, then it means nothing, you know? If all of us could play like Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan wouldn't be special. You know what I mean?
1: You know, I'm glad you brought Jordan up. You know, you know when I was down at your house there in July, I, I went and bought a pair of Nikes. Uh-huh. And, uh, usually I didn't buy Nikes, but I thought, you know, okay, everybody talks about how good these shoes are. Anyway, I got a pair of Nikes. And all they did was squeak like a motherfucker. I mean, people say, well, you got the basketball shoes or whatever. Well, anyway, every time I'd go somewhere, squeak, 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 squeak. Well, I I finally took some uh, WD-40 the other day and sprayed some WD-40 under under the soles and all that. And in between the padding and all that. And uh, now my shoes don't squeak anymore. But my whole point is, I'm not going to buy any more Nikes. I'm going to go back to buy New Balance, which were nice shoes and cost a lot less. So... And new balance are nice shoes. I,
0: I When I have running shoes, I buy yeah. new balance. So I,
1: I had squeaky shoes all because some Chinese lady didn't know what the hell she was doing. See, China can't make shit right. So well,
0: actually, I like my Nikes. Well, I'm still buying the Nikes.
1: All right. Well, good on you. Keep, keep supporting them, people.
0: Well, it's hard not to. I mean.
1: <laughs> no, you know what? I, I I meant to bring this up, but I didn't, so I'm, I'm just going to touch on it. It's like you just said, hard not to. There was a, There was a... Those are a study they did. They went and these people went in someone's house and they took out everything that was made in China.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it did it okay. sixty minutes, I believe. Did okay,
1: it. might have been. Yeah, and, and and I can't remember the numbers, how much they said you'd save if you bought American or not really save, but it was like an extra, I don't know, a few hundred dollars a year if you just bought all American, I think, or something like that. I can't really remember. I hate talking about shit. I can't remember everything about. But I, but since you brought that up, I want to touch on that. That you're right. It's hard not to get anything that isn't made in China, which is. No. disgusting so but uh but it is disgusting keep we'll keep trying though so so what else you been doing this uh, past week
0: well um i went through the uss uh north carolina with my son and his girlfriend yesterday and uh you know we had a good time um it, it brought back flashbacks and everything yeah you've been on ship before right oh uh, yeah twice yeah, so you know how like they come over the the one MC and they always have those b- whistles and you know especially in the morning they do the the, 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 the little like, sweepers sweepers yeah. man your yeah. sweep the ship forward and <laughs> aft you know
1: I forgot all about that yeah
0: <laughs> Th- those things didn't go- come back to me until I was on the ship like underneath it like uh, below deck and exploring down there and uh, it it was. <sighs> Yeah, I uh it all came back to me. I started remembering the the whistle sounds and then the things they say. It's just weird how you know we suppress those memories and then you just get that trigger and then it's all d-
1: What was the what was the one when they did uh the battle stations where they did the fire yeah. stuff? Was that what they, how how'd they say that again? Uh it was uh
0: See, now you put me on the spot. spot. <laughs> well, it was I, like I, they I did maybe, the whistle yeah. and then they like, said
1: General quarters. General quarters. quarters. That's yeah, what. Major station yeah. yeah. General quarters. See, you did remember. Yeah. I couldn't remember it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, and then they would simulate the the, the ship getting hit. They'd be like, "Boom!
1: shaka Laka!" And
0: then, you know, they they would call out the firefighters and. <laughs> But on, on ship, every sailor's a firefighter. It's just you know, the firefighters are right. more specialized, I guess you could say.
1: Well, it, it's good you brought up the ship though, because uh, you know one of our new things we're going to add into the podcast here is a uh, you know, every every other week we'll alternate telling uh, like about a, a six months to a year period in our Marine Corps career, and I'm going to go go this week, um, and then I'll touch on. I was actually on a ship in my first year in the Marine Corps, so we'll touch on that in a little bit. But but this past week, my gym is back open, so I was able to get back to the gym. Thank goodness, because I was starting to feel like a fat ass again. So. But, well, and actually, when we're done with this here today, I'll be going to the gym again after after this.
0: I think I'll start tomorrow.
1: That's what you told me the other day. Yeah. Where are you going to go? Are you going to go base or you going to go Planet Fitness?
0: Well, I'm looking at Fit for Life or Planet Fitness. Fit I don't know. I'm going go to go compare the prices. Okay. Um, I think they're both nationwide, most of them. I think well, I know Fit Planet for Fitness Life is, is in, but, yeah. yeah. Um, but it isn't like I travel around it. And most time when I do travel places, uh, going to the gym isn't, isn't really yeah, not in the plan, what I'm going right? to do. No, yeah. Not in the plan.
1: So I get you, I get you. But it's
0: paying off George. You're looking handsome.
1: Yep. Yep. Thank you. No, no homo. Yeah. No homo. Not that there's anything wrong but, with that. Yeah.
0: Not there's anything wrong with that. <laughs>
1: but but I had, I found a propane leak the other day. Once again, this month has been a learning experience. So kept wondering why I kept running out of propane and, uh, I think I, I think I caused it probably because on these propane tanks I put two gauges on them, so I could uh, just look in look in the thing and see how low they were, and I think it was bending the the hose too much. To, anyway, I found a leak in one of the hoses because I ran out of propane again, and it always happens in the middle of the night. So I wake up in the morning and the refrigerator lights are flashing. Uh, sometimes the carbon monoxide detector will, will go off if it, if the battery gets too low. But I don't know why I said that because we're not talking about the battery; we're talking about the propane tank. But Anyway, make a long story short. So, first thing that morning, I uh, had to go to the U Haul store and get both my tanks filled up again. Another $36. So, but at least now I know why. So, so I shouldn't have that problem. Well, well, hopefully, we won't have that problem anymore. But I had to shut one of the tank. Well, I only run one tank at a time anyway, but I can't use that one side because, um, like I said, it's got a leak in the, in the hose. So I need to replace that hose. I should be able to do that pretty easy, though. So, But once I pull out of here on Sunday, I won't need the propane anyway. Once I get to where I'm going, I won't need the propane for a few months anyway. So not not at the top of my list, but something I do need to make sure. Plus, I heard from a friend the other day, uh, old Scotty up in Chicago. Well, he, I say Chicago, but he, he says, I don't live in Chicago. Stop saying that. Sorry, I can't remember the name of his town, but it's a suburb of Chicago. But um said uh <clears throat> said i can head up there whenever i want so that that might be in the cards but in the summertime or whatnot because uh i ain't going to chicago in the winter that's for sure so um plus uh like no it plus, gets cold exactly. cold up there that's what i told him i said i'll see you in summertime sometime but uh plus well i mean me and you've been talking about lining up something also so you know so yeah. we'll, we'll go from there but um yeah like i said i'll be heading out of here sunday evening i'm gonna travel through the night um take my time stop a few places here and there and then um Pull in Monday morning in uh, Greenville down there, and um, if I get there too early, you can't check in between till between nine and twelve. If I get there too early, I'll just go hit the gym there in Greenville, and then I'll go set up. Mm. Let's go set up shop. There you go. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: You are going nomad?
1: Yep. You finally. know, move, finally moving in the middle
0: of night, moving <laughs> in the middle of night, like Biden's moving around illegals.
1: Well, that's why he's doing. I drove truck. I like driving at night, less traffic, especially if I was going up through New York and all that, and, and traffic was still bad, but wasn't half as bad as the daytime, but. So but yeah but also hey, did you see that that female that got elected lieutenant governor in Virginia though that's the first first female and black uh, that black female that's been elected let's just say female in total for statewide office apparently so
0: and she was a marine and,
1: and she was a marine that is true she yeah, her dad was from, her dad was from Jamaica got here in 1975 i believe with a dollar 75 in his pocket
0: and they're saying it right. Uh, she was a Jamaican immigrant, not an African American immigrant, yeah, like uh, you know, good old Kamala. Kamala, Kamala. So, yeah. so um, yeah, good honor. I, you know, you see her her boot camp pictures going around. She's carrying an AR. Um, good, good. We need people like that. We one we need the Republican Party. We said this before: is how do we attract uh, you know minorities? How we attract women and. Her setting an example here, you can make it in a government. You can still have Republican, uh, you know, uh, mindset and still, you know, be successful. Not necessarily. I mean, the Democrats are probably gonna call her Aunt Tom, but
1: um, well, well, the funny, still. the funny thing is though, even though she was elected. <clears throat> All the uh, the left still said that uh, it was just white supremacy because obviously all their candidates lost. So it had to be white supremacy, even though you got the first black female up there. It's all white yeah. Everything. See, that's another thing. I think people are just so tired of being called racist over everything. They're tired of this dem- democratic bullshit, man. They're just t- disgusted yeah. with it. it the That guy running for governor up in Virginia, all he did was keep talking about Trump, Trump, Trump. And finally, even the reporters were like, why are you always talking about Trump? He's not running. And the other guy was like, "I do like, I don't remember Trump being in this race. Oh and then after after the Trump thing it was it was it was uh, parents are are, are racist cuz they don't want critical race theory in, in schools. He, the guy was yeah. wrong everywhere. He called people racist. He said parents didn't belong in kids education. <laughs> and then yeah. he went to see he, he thought he had it made cuz it, it was he was a democrat and it was Virginia. He thought he was a shoe in. So, I'm glad he lost cuz every time every time I looked at him, he just looked like a a a slimy politician anyway. So,
0: mm. well it goes back to why did they even make it this far? They should have been asking for him to get out. Because he's Governor Blackface. How come no, 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 he was no, no, Governor no, no, Blackface?
1: No, 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 I'm talking about the. See, in Virginia, you can only you can only run, you can only hold office for four years. Then you have to leave, and then you can come back. After oh yeah, years. you're right, so, right.
0: He, so that guy, Blackface, wasn't even in. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He he, he wasn't right.
1: allowed to run for re-election. Yeah. It, it, it was the guy that was before Blackface. He was coming back trying to trying to reclaim his throne as he saw it. So, so, but the voters told him no. Good to go. So good We're on good. Virginia. I'm I'm very. That really made my day. That, there's,
0: there's hope. Yeah. There's still hope. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, it was only blue up around Fairfax County, around the D.C. area. Yep. Um, yep. And then Richmond, of course, it's going to be blue there in Richmond. Yep. Um, and it was a little bit blue over there in the Norfolk, Virginia Beach area. But the rest of the state looked like the rest of the country, red. Yep. And um, so... Also, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the win that uh, Minneapolis got in this defund the police oh, thing, yes, which was yes. a crock of shit. Yeah, um, yeah, they wanted, to get rid mean, couple, of,
1: they wanted to get rid of the cops. They wanted to fire the police chief and, and come up with a Department of Public Safety run, run by civilians, I guess. Yeah.
0: yeah, you know, just this year alone, in Minneapolis, until George Floyd was in, in, in decades of violent crimes decline, mm-hmm. violent, violent crimes decline, just in this past year it has surpassed almost the worst, uh, worst seven years ago. The worst. 84 murders in Minneapolis. Minneapolis isn't very big. But from, um, from 2008 to 2020, there were 70,000 gun, uh, gun gunshot-related instances, right? This year alone, and this year it's still got two more months, 9,600. So you're looking at almost a quarter, you know, uh, one-seventh in one year, uh, decades, we're looking at what, 12, 12 years, and you almost got uh, one-seventh of the, the record gunshots in this city. It, clearly, it doesn't fucking work, and this is every major city in the United States. Yep, yep,
1: yep. Yeah, and like I like said, and, and it, 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 I said it last week, Ilan Il- Il- Omar was blaming the cops for that all that crime because... I mean, she was saying they, they, didn't, they weren't doing their job. Why would they do their job when people like you are just going to try to get them fired anyway and you were trying to get rid of the whole department? She's an idiot. So that was a slap in her face that the voters said, no, you're stupid. Get out of here. So that's good. People are finally starting to see. I tell you, you get crime and start taking money out of people's pocket, they, they get over that woke shit real quick. And uh, you know, and then they get smart again. So I think that's what we're seeing here. So you know, with all that vaccine stuff, telling people what to do. I mean, here, here here's your rapid fire right here, right here, since we're going to talk about the vaccine here. A Canadian man punched a nurse for giving his wife the vaccine without his permission. Now, no one knows if the wife gave her permission, but the husband said, you didn't ask for my permission. So he walked into the pharmacy and punched the nurse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the misogyny right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. well, I would be pissed off. Look, you know, we don't know the situation, but I'm gonna, I am gonna—I have imagination here. So I'm going to imagine the situation here, George. <laughs> I know a lot of times, you know, couples have their gender roles, you know, and I've witnessed it myself where a lady says, "Well, I'm going to get my husband because the husband's better at complaining," mm-hmm. and maybe she didn't have permission, right. but she just, you know, not that the personality says, "You know what? I'm not going to deal with it now. You're going to deal with my husband," because um, there are there are couples out there like that. Yeah, yeah. They say, "You know what? I, you know, there, there, I know couples out there where." The wife will not negotiate a price of car, not do the insurance. You know, here that's my husband. My husband will do that job. You need to talk to my husband. And that could be the situation.
1: Um Well that, that so that pharmacy no longer gives vaccines. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they got out of that business real quick. <laughs> you
0: might just have to punch a bunch of motherfuckers to get by with this shit. Uh,
1: here's an here's, here's another one for you. There's a funeral home down in Charlotte that has their funeral car driving around town with a big sign on it saying, don't get vaccinated.
0: <laughs> Good. Freedom of speech right there.
1: But it's, it's advertisement for them. They're hoping you die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or are they? I mean, that's kind of a twisted message, yeah. <laughs> but, but are they really,
1: I don't know. I just, but it's funny though. Either way, it is funny. So.
0: Duke and Phil's Tavern here in town has a, uh, uh, uh Foxtrot Juliet Bravo uh fuck Joe Biden and then says let's go Brandon on their uh, Billboard sign. I
1: love, awesome. it. I love it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but th- this is this is catching fire. Oh, it um has. I just read something the other day where they were saying fuck Joe Biden at the World Series. Yeah, they were. They, they were. were. You were right. And and they were trying to uh mask it. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, I had some friends that were at the the St. Louis Blues game the other day, and the chant started at the the, the arena. Fuck Joe Biden. And they're complaining, like, can't we just come watch hockey without politics? Well, we could if the Democrats didn't put politics into everything. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, you know, I'm going to a hockey game, I think, next weekend because the Blues are playing the Canes. Um, maybe you should come you want to go.
1: Hey, okay. last time we went, we had fun, and and, and that's when you called that girl. Uh, said she had a Jewish nose. Huh? She did have a Jew nose. Yeah, I mean, you
0: tried, yeah, you tried I, to hit I on I probably her. Probably I probably could smash better than her boyfriend too, but you know,
1: Yeah, I'll never forget I, that that was funny.
0: I was in the wrong. I was oh, over definitely. overly drunk. Definitely. I was overly drunk, drunk. drunk. If I ever if, if I ever met her again, I would apologize. But
1: it, it, it was funny. That though. night it was funny. That
0: night I was in rare form.
1: Yeah, I might go up there. I mean, we'll see uh that you said Saturday? Saturday. The game was at seven. Yeah. I said, uh, we had a good time last time we went up there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go up there and get the fuck Joe Biden chant going. Yeah. You know, I just I just want to be part of it.
1: Yeah. Well, and like I don't said, know if
0: I want to start it. Well,
1: I want to be I part mean, of well, it. Well, you only have to do the <laughs> fuck Joe Biden. You do the Let's Go Brandon with the PC version. Everybody knows what that is, too. So, which now that Democrats are complaining about that, it's disrespectful people chanting Let's Go Brandon. But these are the same people who said fuck Trump for four years. These are the same people who yeah. used to say they wanted to kill Trump. These are the same people who would hold up bloody bloody heads uh, that look like Trump, you know? And yeah. th- these people are just weird. Now all of a sudden you got a PC version, let's go Brandon, and oh, it's disrespectful. These people are disgusting. Yeah. That's why people are they're, not voting for these morons anymore. They're, they're wackadoodles, man, wackadoodles. Well, because that's, that's, like I've always said, they're going to say stupid shit because then the media is going to go and push that narrative, which MB, MSNBC had a meltdown the other day when Virginia, when they voted all red. They had a meltdown, which... Your reporters, well, your so-called reporters, you're not supposed to have a meltdown. You're supposed to just report the news. One of those idiots at MSNBC always says reporters don't take sides, and he says it with a straight face. I don't know how he gets. I don't know. I don't know how he sleeps at night. But whatever. But it was fun. It was fun watching them all. So, but here's another rapid fire for you here. Since pharmacist, since we're talking about pharmacists, there was an 81 year old pharmacist in Pennsylvania who would trade drugs for sex, and uh, the only reason why he got caught is because apparently. Two people that he gave drugs to passed out in the alley beside his pharmacy and somebody called the cops and the cops showed up and started asking questions and uh led to this guy had been trading opiates and all uh, even during all the big drug problems, this guy didn't care as long as he was getting sex. <laughs> he's eighty one years old. Eighty one years old. You know he had a blue pill up there if he still if he's <laughs> giving drugs to everyone else. <laughs> You know, I not think
0: of that. You're yeah. right. He probably had that field going he's on. He's taking his own shit, 81 <laughs> years old, doing it. What a dirty old man. And now they're passed out in the alley? Like, how dirty are those people, this yeah. dirty old man? How do you even start a conversation like that, Joe uh, uh, George? Like, how do you even start that conversation? I mean, here, I can't afford my drugs. Well, you know, if you want to suck my dick, well, well, if you want to, like, how's that conversation even start? You know, who starts it? Is it the pharmacist that starts it, or is the person needing the drugs that starts it?
1: I don't know. Like, There's it, it, people that need drugs. They'll do about anything. So who knows? It could be them yeah. starting it. He had a... Wow. Well, see, what, what happened was when the cops saw the two out there in the alley, the girl that was inside getting her drugs was leaving through the back door, saw the cops, went back in, and the cops saw her. So then the pharmacist came out, and they started asking questions and found out that she was a weekly customer of his, you know, trading sex for drugs every week. So.
0: So, they were probably banging out behind the pharmacy counter there.
1: Ugh. Yep, yep,
0: probably. Now they're passing out pills and shit like that. (laughs) I know there's probably not a sink back there. Talk about sanitary. God, that place needs to be shut down. Please Uh, tell me it was a CVS. Have you been in a CVS? Their shit's so fucking expensive.
1: Yeah, CVS. I I try to avoid CVS. Well, Walgreens is just as bad, but CVS has always looked like they're old, too. They can be a new store and they still look old. Do they still put carpet in them all? Yeah. yeah, it just it, it, the carpet gets worn out so quick; it makes it look old and dingy. Hmm.
0: I was in CVS because it's just the closest pharmacy, and uh, I was weeding in my backyard. I was trying to yank
1: down some vines, and I think I got
0: into some poison oak or poison sumac or something, and so I got a rash.
1: Good, that one on the corner and, there, across from the from the gas station. There.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as I walk in there, I feel like I'm walk- moving fast. I feel like the carpet slows me down, like I'm walking in some <laughs> sort of, like, pitch or something. and Or there's there's gum on my shoes, and just slowing me down. And everyone there is old. They walk so slow. Like, I try to, you know, pass them. Nope. They, okay. they just took up the whole aisle. If they weren't on a walker, I might bang into them like you always do in a grocery store.
1: <laughs> that happened one time. One time. Uh,
0: one time I, one time I witnessed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, my daughter told me to download the CVS app though because I was, I said I need to get some new pictures printed out, and uh, and and instead of having to take a hard drive and all that, and um, she said I got to do is get on their app. Put the pictures you want or whatever, and I guess it sends it to them, and they print them out for you, and you go pick them up, I guess. It's that simple. It's pretty simple. Yeah,
0: I, that's something I need to do because I, I need to get some pictures printed also. I get yeah. tired of having them on my phone. I want, I want some pictures hung up.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need yeah. I need some updated ones of, of, of all the kids to put in there, so yeah. And, that, and that's
0: so convenient. Too. I never really thought of that. Well, I didn't you know? either
1: till she told me that a few weeks ago. I was like, oh, yeah, I need to do that then.
0: It's mm. going to be perfect. So, so we just did a CVS
1: pitch. There you go. And
0: we, he, just, and we just did a plug for them <laughs> while <laughs> we're bashing them. And
1: they didn't even pay us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, there's a high school in Hazard, Kentucky. You ever been to Hazard, Kentucky? No. I didn't figure it out. I want had. to just
0: because the the, the
1: the lore well, I tell you what. I'm not going to go deep into their history, but yeah, if you read it, one of the, there's one sheriff, one former sheriff murdered another sheriff, I believe, uh, another sheriff who was on a TV show called Southern Justice, I believe, uh, or maybe Kentucky Justice. I think, I can't remember the name of it, but they followed the sheriff's department around. That sheriff ended up getting in trouble for embezzling money, drug money, and um, had an account on. Uh, what was that sex site, Madison or something that uh, a lot of people, Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison. He apparently he was using drug money to for his account on there and all that. But anyway, he went to jail too. So Hazard, Kentucky is a plus. It's a bad drug place anyway, but it's 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 very interesting. If you ever watch stuff on YouTube about it, it's very interesting. But anyway, the school, the high school had a had a Spirit Week assembly, and in the Spirit Week assembly, all the girls dressed up as Hooters girls. And also, you know where I'm going with this. And uh, all the yeah. all the males put on lingerie and gave the staff lap dances to include males. I don't know what the hell was going on there. I don't know who thought this was a good idea. I, I don't know who, why anybody would participate in any nonsense like this.
0: Well, I I think the students participated because it was as edgy and as fun and they wanted to be the center of attention. You know teenagers do stupid shit like that.
1: Yeah, but if the you're problem is, if, but if you're the male though why are you giving the principal who's also a male why are you giving him a lap dance a lap dance in lingerie? I mean, if, I don't know. It's, it's if, still it's still if,
0: kind of stupid. Remember the show Steven Seagal's show where they were on the USS Missouri what was that called? Uh
1: you mean a movie or a show?
0: It was a movie. Yeah.
1: Oh, I know man. I can't remember which one but he was a cook, wasn't he?
0: It was a cook, but, but the, the captain of the ship jumps out of, the, uh, you know, the XO jumps out of a cake, and he's dressed up, and he's just kind of giving a jokey lap dance to the captain. I think it was something along those lines. But the problem here is is that these are the prisoners running the prison. Mm-hmm. Where's the fucking adults in this, this high school? Mm-hmm. Where's Where's the principal? Well, where's he's where's someone in charge? He
1: was, he, was, he was getting a lap dance. Plus, he's the mayor of the town, too, by the way so the principal is the mayor yes only in hazard county <laughs> uh, <laughs> no i just i i as a person myself i just cannot see so there you go anything it, like that so, mm. and even if i was a teacher well, it, you know it, if if, if, I, if i was a teacher and they still were doing it i would have i would not i would have walked out i'd have said this is stupid and i would have walked out washed my hands of it, and been done with it no. i just don't mean have Walking I just, out could have I just don't think it has a place in, in, in a high school assembly or whatever. It don't have a
0: place in the the, the within the walls of the school. No, it Doesn't it? Doesn't even have a place. No. You know, I just don't understand what they were trying to accomplish there. It looked stupid. It looked uh, it looked child molestish. Yeah, you know. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it just where's the education? You know, I understand pepperality prepar- right? <coughs> I understand it. I get that, but it it also breaks down. The the barrier, you know, there should be some sort of barrier between uh, the administration, the teachers, and the students, you know. Um, that's why I'm a firm believer in that teachers should be called Mr. or Mrs. or Miss. I agree. I agree. Uh, because that gives them a title, not by the first name, this, that, and the other, uh, because that sets the authority, that sets who, who's actually in charge here. And when you let students dance up on you and rub you like that, uh, that's just opening doors for you. Walk down the hallway, and then now you're fucking. You know uh, that that level of professionalism ha- has been diluted to the point that now they're maybe kissing cousins. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Well, it is it, hazardous. It's, it's disgusting. There should <clears throat> there, there should be a fucking investigation done, there, and there is. and those people who are complicit, they should be all fucking fired. But, I mean, now you got to find qualified individuals, yep. you know? you got to find a fucking new principal. you got to find teachers. you got to find that. And probably in Hazard County, there isn't a whole lot of people to select from.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put us in
0: charge, George. What's going in there, two men in the shed, totally uncensored.
1: I, I think we could turn that place around so. easily, you know? But, right. hey, uh, Samuel, well, that's Adams. what's wrong with the education
0: system. No. We, need, we need to refocus on education.
1: Well, that's what not that's this a, other bullshit. That's what they're going to do in Virginia. So, <laughs> all right. Well, Samuel Adams released a new beer called Utopias. Apparently, they release this every few years. It has twenty eight percent alcohol in it and uh, makes it illegal in fifteen states. Now, to buy a bottle of this, it's going to cost you two hundred and forty dollars a bottle. They do this it comes out every few Gee years. She was yeah. So, anything about that? Well, I don't see nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong. With I there. think
0: there's it's fun. cool. I. Uh, depending on how much it costs, I think I might want to buy a bottle. I wonder if they sell it here in North Carolina. I don't know. It, um, it, and, it didn't
1: list the states where it was illegal, but it's illegal in 15 states due to the uh, alcohol in it. So, don't
0: know. But, yeah, it's weird because when we do the bourbon trail, you're going to learn that there's a difference between bourbon and and whiskey and all this other stuff. And I wonder if the states that have that. So, for example, um, like the Black Rose can't sell Um, Angry Orchard even though that's we think Angry Orchard as a cider is like a beer Mm -hmm. it's actually categorized as a wine and say so the Black Rose doesn't have a license to sell wine it's just alcohol and beer Uh. and so it could be just one of those weird fucking laws Hmm. where they try to control it or get more tax money out of it so, I don't know. Shit, like, these laws make no sense to me. I mean, like, how pathetic are lawmakers that just sit around and say, how can we not allow people to enjoy this spirit? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, but if I, if I see it, I'm going to buy it. I mean, it depends. You know, I'll, if they only come out with it every now and then, <laughs> I do this with my cigars. Sometimes they run a... Um, a rare line of cigars, and I'll pay that little bit extra price to to get it and enjoy it.
1: Yeah, so there's nothing wrong with it. Somebody won't pay that, hey, that's on them. But you know, I'm not yeah. I'm not much of a beer drinker anyway, so um, I wouldn't do it. But hey, good on them. Like I said, it's one of them little niche things they do every few years, you know. So that's good. That's good deal. All right, say the best one for last here, Chris. Apparently, since 2010, there's this group of, group of guys all around the world, and I, I don't I, maybe I don't want to say group. I mean, there's a bunch of men all around the world who participate in what they call No Nut November.
0: Uh, I've heard of this. This isn't a new George,
1: which well, I've I, I just heard about it uh, recently, but apparently it's, but they've been doing it since 2010 where they abstain from ejaculating for a whole month to practice self-control and mental clarity.
0: Oh, fuck that. Cause, cause if we're going to go Wolf of wall street, you got to get those numbers up. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, how you get to clarity. Yeah, you got. No, you can't do that.
1: Yeah, these are rookie numbers <laughs> you right there. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, those rookie numbers.
0: You got to pump those numbers up.
1: Plus, I oh. mean, um, uh, it reminds me. Of, it reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where they all bet who could go the longest, and uh, Kramer was out the first day. So, yeah, you know, I'd be out. I'm, I'm, um, I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't. can't
0: the master, what was it? The master of your uh, domain. Domain. Yeah. Master of your domain. Mm, yeah. Um I would not. I would fail with that. Yeah. Uh, we actually did that when I would, last my last deployment. We tried to see who could go the longest, and I lost. Um, <laughs> I wasn't the first one to go out. I might have been the second one to go out, but. I was not the master of my domain. I, I came to my, my carnal, yeah. getting my nut off. But uh, no, it's, it's no, no November I think was supposed to have some um, validity behind it because it's supposed to bring awareness to like uh, testicular and uh, prostate cancer.
1: Uh, well, I, and so you know how like. Well, I know what they're doing. So women go have. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't
0: want your thought. Go ahead. So, you know, women in October have Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I think uh, Mo November was supposed to bring uh, awareness to men's cancer. Um, but it's turned into No Shave November, too, where women um, don't shave. They yeah. don't shave their legs or armpits or anything else, and which to me is kind of gross. It you is. know, I like that beauty standard. Yeah, it's very disgusting. Um, yeah, women need to be soft and smooth. I don't give a fuck if I'm sounding misogynistic or what. I prefer a woman with no hair.
1: Everybody does.
0: Um, so, and with, I mean, I, uh, on their head, exactly, on their
1: head, exactly, you yeah, know? on their head, but not not in the armpits and not on the legs. No, I mean, may, yeah, may, maybe. maybe. You know, yeah. I mean, and, and you can even have a little bit in the other area, just just, just not '70s porn going on.
0: Yeah. So, but okay. Yeah, landing strip is fine. There you, you go. Know? That's nice. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, we're two, we're two So you, so you're going are,
0: are you going to start uh no nut November or what? Dude, I
1: already lost that battle. I didn't I just I mean, that's not going to happen. I, I'm We're not, 4 days in. We're 4 I, days in. I have, I have no I have no desire to participate in no nut November. not going to happen. So, but uh, but uh, apparently they're doing a thing where if you you can pledge, you can sign up to be part of this and if you, if you don't make it through the whole month, then uh, you pay a dollar for the remaining days in the month, which goes towards, I think, what you're talking about, test- testicular cancer and all that stuff, research. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Which so, yeah. is kind of a cool thing to do. Hey, you know, if you want to do it, uh, do it. Hey, Knock yourself out. But I won't be participating. Yeah.
0: Okay. See, is, see if we were super on our shit, we could have the website say here: if you want to participate, in No Nut November, go to this website. So Google that shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to provide everything to y'all.
1: <laughs> okay, hey, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into my story here in a minute, but but I, I also want to point oh, out. Yeah. I want to point out that our our our, our leader, our so-called leader, um, Joe Biden. Uh, was once he, he pulled an Obama the there day, and he he apologized for the U.S. again overseas for leaving the Paris Accords, and I was just like, God, oh, this is like Obama all over again. Do these people ever stop apologizing to everybody?
0: What, what's he trying to gain, really? Nothing. You know, there's a rumor they he pooped his pants when he was in Rome. He can't go <laughs> meet the, the Pope right away because he pooped his pants.
1: And we'll never, like, we'll never uh, know the truth to that one, so... <laughs>
0: No, but I'm going to go with yes. He did because <laughs> there was a delay in the meeting. There was a delay and 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 they clearly said that he had some uh intestinal issues. I mean, he's always had intestinal issues because he has no intestinal fortitude. Ah, he one. can't fucking stand up to anyone. Good one. But he fucking shit his pants.
1: And, and all he does is still keep uh, – he's so obsessed with Trump because, once again, it's how Democrats operate. They think if they keep bringing up Trump, the media is going to back everything they say. So the other day when he when he's giving a stupid press conference here, um, a reporter's phone goes off, and, uh, and, and Biden's like, if that's Trump, tell him I'm busy. Uh, uh, really? That's stu- stupid. Why would Trump be calling you well, anyway, moron? <laughs> so, I mean, I know I know he intended it to be a joke, but it's stupid. But he's so obsessed with it, Trump, it's annoying it,
0: it could have been a crank call.
1: It could have been Trump, you know.
0: Hey, put Biden on. Tell him he's doing a bigly job over okay. there. Tell him stop shitting his pants.
1: No, yeah. no. Trump gave him an F last week when uh, when he graded him. He, he graded the administration. He gave him an F. He said, man, you got to give him an F, right? <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. So, well,
0: it's kind of true. I mean, they're not doing anything. They have um, a copy <laughs> You know what I love is that they, they own the presidency. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say they own the Senate if you take Kamala's vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they own the House, and they can't get nothing fucking accomplished. They can't even get these these uh, infrastructure bills off the ground because inside their own party, they're fucking have a civil war going on.
1: Well, th- th- thank goodness you know? Joe Manchin from West Virginia is playing hardball there, and he's holding up a lot of that too. So, Yeah,
0: good. Coming Good, because he's a moderate. He yeah. knows to, how, how much that's fucking going to do and that spin. Yep. You know, it 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 would take another hundred years for our society to pay off these these bills. Well, that's not what I Joe mean, says. not to even not even to mention. Well, you only can tax the rich so much until you've got all their money. Then they they, they go after someone else,
1: or, or they or they move everything out of the country. I mean, it's all common sense and. He's, he's, they're just lying. They're lying, you know. They're and 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 the the, the gig was kind of, kind of up the other day when one of the Democrats pretty much told the media, y'all aren't doing your job selling this to the American public. It's not the media's job to sell their stuff, even though they do push it. They push all their agenda, but you know since it hasn't mm-hmm. passed or anything, Biden says everybody's confused. That's why he, he says the reason why they lost Virginia is because the voters are just confused. They don't know what's going on because the messaging. Well, does they not say get this- out there
0: they said the same thing about the defund the police in Minneapolis. That you know, the voters voters didn't read what was really in the law, what was going to happen. I think it was called a uh, city issue number two or some shit like that. But they didn't know. It was just a big. All they heard is defund the police, but they didn't know the rest of it. You yeah. know.
1: Well, I read some of it, and it didn't. Like I said, they wanted to make a, pub, yeah. a, a department of public safety and have every, everybody fall under that. And I think it would be controlled by a citizen and, and, and not like a a police chief or anything like that so no I don't even think they, they were going to have a police chief I think it was going to be a citizen that was controlling everybody so no. well anyway alright Christopher story time hmm. tell
0: me about your Marine Corps
1: alright I'll give you I'll give tell you, me about the to... I'll give you my I'll, I'll give you my like first year and a half because it the, the way the way the, the year goes here I actually joined the Marine Corps in February of 1991 the delayed entry program right so But I didn't go to boot camp until July 10th, 1991. So, because I had to finish high school. So, So July 10th, I go down, go to Paris Island. Um, I still remember getting off the plane in South Carolina, and that humidity just hit me. And I was like, what the hell? You know, you know, but then for the next 20 so years or whatever, I'd be, you know, I'd I'd get used to the humidity somewhat. But so, anyway, I get to Paris Island. I end up in um, 3rd Battalion, 3101. That was our platoon number. my bunk mate was, uh, was a was a guy named Smith. Also, they called me Smitty G, and the other one was Smitty C. Um, so anyway, we'll go through boot camp here. You know, did the three months of boot camp. Got a stress fracture like the first month in my uh, right foot on, on, the, on the very first hump. Which uh, if you know if people don't know what a hump is, it's a hike. That's what it is. And I think it was I, don't, I can't remember how many mouths. Actually, no, I missed the first one because with, with full combat load. Well, believe it. Okay, hold up here. Believe it or not, I missed the very first hike because uh, I I thought they thought I had appendicitis, so I was actually in the hospital when they did the first hike. Now, eventually, uh, eight years later, I would have my appendix taken out. But at this time, you know, they they, they thought I had appendicitis. It just wasn't bad enough to do anything. So, uh, so I missed the first one. So then on the second one. That's where I got my stress fracture. Now you might think, gee, everything was falling apart and boot now. Boot camp was rolling around pretty good. You know, it, it was all right. Once you got used to the yelling, screaming, all that, you expected it, so it didn't really bother you. Um, well, <laughs> we had we had three drill instructors. Staff Sergeant Chapman was the DI, was the senior DI, then we had Sergeant McGuire, who was the heavy, and then we had Sergeant Oliveri. We were his first platoon. Sergeant Oliveri didn't, you know, he was he was just learning. <laughs> real nice guy he couldn't stop he laughed all the time and he would try not to but he would laugh and then of course he'd get his ass chewed by the other drill instructors <clears throat> so mm-hmm. sorry we got Sarn McGuire because uh he was uh, he was in the lead series and apparently he um tried to ram a canteen down a down a recruit's throat so um they kicked him out of that platoon and sent him to our platoon and sent one of the, our other drill instructor over over to the other one but I liked Sarn McGuire he was he was good to go <clears throat> he was a real skinny black guy and he could climb two ropes at once, with just one hand on one, and he could shimmy yeah, up there. Donkey, oh, yeah, Donkey, yeah, Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, yeah, Donkey Kong. And that guy, that guy was the yeah. shit man. So you had to look up to him. Anyway, a uh, matter of fact, he got me one day because uh, I was on uh, guard duty one day, so I missed the um, I missed the drill movement that they learned that, that day. So the next morning we were marching to breakfast, and of course, you know, when you are waiting in line, they always want to practice drill movements. So the, he said something and everybody went left and I just stood there because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and he came up behind me and just drilled me right in the ribs and said, don't fuck with my drill, Smith. <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> so, I hated drill. Uh, drilling was kind of fun. It. I mean, unless you're standing out on the parade deck in the hot sun, because remember, I went there in July, sand fleas everywhere. It was hot as hell.
0: So. I went to boot camp um, in July. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, anyway, we'll, we'll skim through boot camp, graduate at boot camp. Um, October fourth, October fourth, nineteen ninety one. We well, have- you
0: mentioned something here. Let me interject Go here, ahead. George, Go for ahead. our listeners who is in military. So typically, there's three or four drill instructors right. a platoon. And when you say heavy, heavy's the one that does all the instructing. Like right. he's the, um, the 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 teacher of the group, I guess you could say sensei. And then usually you have the other ones that are like kill drill instructors. They're looking for people to mess up or, and and they're the discipline. Just one of uh, the drill instructors, I guess you could say. Yeah, so.
1: yeah I, I'm glad you brought that up, though, because I did mean to point out that some of them had four, mm-hmm. and I'm glad we didn't have four because, yeah. you know, with four, you always had at least two uh, running around. With us, you, you know, there was yeah. usually only just one with us, so we could get away mm-hmm. with, you know, laughing or something like that. But yeah. Sergeant Oliveri, the young one, he, he, he used to have this big ring on his finger, and uh, every time you messed up, he would come up to you, and, and you would bow your head, mm-hmm. and he would bop you in the head with that ring. And, and and then you would have to say you would have to say this recruit deserved it. <laughs> it, was, it got to be like a joke. Yeah. I mean, it was so funny. And then and then um, and then a, a, every time they wanted to put people up there and make them do a lot of exercises, he he would always come look for me. He always liked getting me. So, but he was a good guy. Yeah. I ran actually ran into him years later at the mess hall, and uh, we sat and talked, and he gave me all the behind the scenes scoop and all that stuff. But you know that's that that's down the road. That's down the road there. So, so anyway,
0: yeah, well. That was back when they could get by with it too. Nowadays, fucking, yeah. you know, well, well, recruits are.
1: You still it's a different type of yeah, core. You still need to do that. But see, what happened was the younger people got as they were being promoted quick, they got stupid. You know, they would really do things to hurt people and all that. And that's yeah. what ruined it all because putting people in dryers. That first of all, that's that's just stupid anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, just I don't know. They, I think that the younger people just took it too far, or whatever, and. um But when I went, I don't know how young, I don't know how old these people were, but um, they all, they didn't get promoted as quick, you know, as, as they did later on, you know, when you had 22, Mm -hmm. I had a 20, I knew a 22 year old gunny and it was like, what? Because his job field, Mm -hmm. he was like the only person really in the Marine Corps that did it. So, (laughs) so he was just getting promoted left and right. So, but anyway, so after graduation, I went home for 10 days, leave. Uh, it's like a whole new world. You know that, um, you know, you're used yeah. to doing something 24, all day long, and then you go home, and you're like, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I just, I didn't.
0: Did, I just, did you go back to your high school?
1: Uh, yeah, of course I did, yeah. yeah everybody did that. I went back to the high school, talked to the teachers and all that. I, I talked to the economic teacher. See, because actually, I wasn't going to graduate high school because I failed geometry class. I, ne- I never liked Geometry's it. Geometry is fucking hard. I never liked it, man. They put me in there. The guy told me, I thought we had an understanding. He told me, because hey, I was in there with a bunch of juniors, and I'm a senior. He's like, he's like, if you don't bother anybody, then, then 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 you'll just be fine in here. So I took that to I mean, okay, good to go. So I didn't do shit. I I just sat there and minded my own business. <laughs> at the end of the year, he gave me he, he failed me, but my economics teacher, she she knew I was going in the Marine Corps and she liked me, so so she had him change the E to a D, so that way I could go ahead and graduate and go into boot camp and all that. So so yeah, of course I had to go back over there. So, um, but then I I, I spent a lot of time at the bar with my brother and all that, we went drinking. We Actually, it's funny now because there was a bar down here. It used to be called Trump's
0: yeah. <laughs> and that's where, that's where we
1: used to go all the time. So, um, so did the 10 days there and then I had to go to Marine combat training, which is very funny because when we checked in there, they didn't know we were coming, Chris. Can you believe that? Even though it's all, I believe it. I mean, but you would think the matrix from the, they should know, but they weren't expecting they, us.
0: There was a communication <laughs> breakdown there, but, it's, it's funny you mentioned, you know, on boot leave, you were drinking. I got arrested on boot leave uh, for underage drinking. <laughs> and I was in a bar and the cops were walking through and I was like, oh, shit, cops. And so I started, sat my beer down, walked the other direction. And um, it was too late. They saw me. And uh, she's like, were you drinking? I was like, no, I wasn't drinking. She's like, you were. I saw you. Come with me. We're arresting you. So $119 fine. Well, and uh,
1: that's funny yeah. you mention that because I wasn't even thinking of the age because it was just so common back then that uh, I never thought about the age anyway. Because all the bars around here you go in and drink, so Didn't no, but I was
0: 19 and mm-hmm. got yoked up.
1: Yeah, I was still I was still 18 at that time, yeah. So. but mm-hmm. uh, but I, I started when I worked at Bob Evans as a 16 year old after at work every night, we, we we used to go to the bars even when I was 16 and we, we would drink after work every day. So, but uh, um, well,
0: I'm a firm believer if you joined the Marine Corps at 18 or any military branch at 18. That should bypass drinking law of twenty one.
1: I believe when I first joined, I believe on base I could drink legally, and uh, but then uh, they phased that out. You know, after oh, after a while, because the Marine Corps was changing. But if I recall correctly, on base I could drink legally. Because yeah, I'm pretty right. sure I, I, could, I could I could go down to the PX and buy a six pack of beer, and I believe I, I could buy a bottle of Jim Beam too, and it was no problem. So yeah, on base, yeah. and I think that lasted my whole first four years actually. So it was just outside of base, but um. So anyway, we—they're not expecting us. So oh yeah, all these Marines showing up, and they have no training schedule. They have nothing set in stone. They have no platoon set up, nothing. So we're all—they just, you know, basically we're not doing anything for thirty days. We didn't do anything. Um, they would take us out to the field, and we would just uh, do one and one exercise, and then we would just lay around for another six hours, just
0: bullshit. Yeah. So it, it was like
1: thirty days of doing nothing. I—that was my introduction to the Marine Corps. I was like, hey, this ain't too bad. So, <laughs> but um. So then we graduated from there and they threw us on a cattle car and they dropped us off, dropped me off at Camp Johnson, which was right down the road because I I was going to food service school. So they dropped me off there. But we got there in, uh, what did I say here? Uh, November. They weren't starting any classes until January. So I got stuck in what they called MAP platoon.
0: Yeah, they still have MAP platoon.
1: Yeah, Marines awaiting what, transit and whatever training 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 uh, training training, training. yeah so i got stuck in there till uh till christmas leave and then of course you know what they did they did a map platoon they just sent me over to the security place and i stood security all the time walking around an armory with a fence around it for six straight hours yeah rain and then six hours off yep didn't matter cold and and once again i mean we're getting it we're in we're in november now so you start you know it's getting cold down there the wind coming off the the water and all that I'm, yeah. wa- I'm walking around an armory for six hours, thinking, "What the hell am I doing?" <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. then then get off for six hours, which you slept most of that, and then back on six hours. Uh, it's ridiculous. So
0: they don't have an armory guard on uh, Chosnay anymore because I guess they believe in the security. You yeah. know, the gate is locked. Or the, it's got Constantina wire on top of the 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 fence, and then the, there's a big heavy door that requires a code to get in. And I want to say after that, there's like a mesh door that unlocks with a key. So there's almost three points of entry to get into the armory. And what are you going to be doing as a, a, a pivot or POC anyway, you know? If they wanted to get into the armory and they're breaking into defense, they're going to get into it, you know? well, You're not going to stop anything. Well, it's
1: funny they always tell you because I, I can't remember if we had live rounds or not. I can't really remember. But obviously, you know, they tell you you stop everybody. But if the yeah. general comes around, you know, I, I'm I'm, I'm going to tell the general I can't let you in, sir. <laughs> I mean, I'm supposed to yeah. supposedly, but then he's either he's either you know, it's a it's, it's a catch 22. He's either going to chew my ass for not letting him in or if I let him in, he's going to chew my ass for not keeping him out. So you're screwed either way. So But yeah. um, you know that's how they like mess but I feel
0: like, like I, I feel like the right thing to do they're saying no, you need well, that's you need what, authorization. Right. Well,
1: that's what I would have done because that's what I was told to do, but you know, you know that's how they mess with young Marines, because uh, some some uh, some other ones would just say, "Okay, sir," you know, because he's a general or whatever. Matter of fact, at Camp Johnson, I got my ass chewed out by I think it was a colonel or a general, because I, I saluted him. <laughs> Sergeant uh, drill instructor Sergeant McGuire, he hated officers, so every time he saw an officer, he would bow his head when he saluted. And plus, he had that big campaign cover on too, right? So I kind of picked that habit up, and I did that one day on Camp Johnson. I saw an officer, and I bowed my head and. Boy, he stopped and chewed my ass out as a young 18-year-old PFC. <laughs> but uh, that was back in the days, good good old days. So, so anyway, like I said, we were uh, we, they dropped me off over there. I did. I was over security forces. Then um, you know we weren't going to pick up class until January 6th. So we we went on Christmas leave. I, I guess it was like I'm gonna guess two weeks. I don't really remember. But then we come back and then my class starts January 6th. So then I'm in food service school. Um, Really not really much tell there we pt'd every day after after school
0: um i didn't know they had food service school in
1: johnson they, they did they did I, I was one of the i'm not gonna say i was one of the last classes uh, i don't know when they moved it because when we'll get to that part of the story i, I was out of the marine corps when they moved it up to fort lee so uh, so i don't know what year they actually did that so but yes uh, i was there in 1992 uh, i graduated march i think it was march 20th i graduated from food service school and then I checked into Second Marine Division, Second Battalion, over on Camp Lejeune or Lejeune, and um, whatever. Yeah. There's no R in it. Yeah. So I get over there March 20th, <clears throat> same day. Uh, and actually, I was sick that week. It was a week. It was a, I think I guess it was a Friday. I think. But I got I got sick that weekend, so I couldn't even enjoy the weekend. I just laid in the in the transition building in the bed all day all all weekend uh it's kind of sucked and then monday the, they sent someone over from the uh from the unit to pick me up and then um so we'll go check in over there um uh, met, met my gunny uh gunny alinsky gunny alinsky yeah, i still remember him very he was hard, he was hardcore he was so hardcore that when he inspected his kids rooms he had them stand out their side their rooms at attention
0: and oh it, that's horrible um, dude And
1: if his daughter ever put makeup on he would her to take that whore paint off <laughs> <laughs> oh wow he was hardcore this, dude those kids are scarred oh for dude life. whenever you saw his wife and his two kids none of them looked looked happy at all <laughs> they, they looked miserable <laughs> every time i saw him they looked miserable he was hardcore though um he he, pain. he 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 had actually left his left his home to join the marine corps like you know 20 years prior to that or whatever and he never went back to visit his family one time so you know
0: or paint. And
1: I, I, and I, I think when he retired, uh-huh. when he retired in 1992, I think he became a Jacksonville PD officer. I think. So But, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, <laughs> Going around town,
0: take that horror paint. Yeah, off. Oh, that,
1: that always stuck with me. So I used to, I used to tell people that too, get that horror paint off. You know, but uh, I always thought it was funny. So uh, I, I check into there, and they tell me the first thing, oh, we're, we're going on a deployment next month, April, April 20th, or whatever. I'm like, okay, I mean, I mean, I'm a young Marine, 18 years old. I'm like, cool. Well, you know, let's, where are we going? Let's go. But we were going on the Mediterranean float, you know, deployment on uh, the um, yeah. the USS Iwo Jima. So that was the old version. It was the old Iwo Jima. So it was that we, we were actually we were actually the what
0: last. What mu were you? What I mu. I
1: can't remember that. To be honest with you, I don't remember all that stuff. Um, for our
0: listeners, mu stands for Marine Expeditionary Unit. Yeah,
1: I want to say twenty-four, maybe that pops in my head, but I don't know. I can't. I can't. I don't know. I'm not. I don't I don't remember numbers very well, so. Yeah. Um, I only remember dates pretty good because I, I do it by baseball and um, and what happened in wrestling. That's how I remember a lot of dates. So, um, so uh, okay. So yes, yeah, so, so they tell me we're going to do that. So that we've got to do a lot of training before then. So I go to the rifle range, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Then they send us home for two weeks. Then next thing you know, I'm up in Norfolk, Virginia, getting on a getting on a ship. So, um, so that, that the
0: first time I got on ship, we left out of the port of Moorhead City. The, the oh, ship you know sitting no, like, off the coast there.
1: You might be right. And we hopped on. You might be right. We hopped it on to
0: one of those. Uh, it wasn't an Elkac. It was one of those like upgraded Higgins boats, the flat bottom boats, and the, the front opens up.
1: No, that, that's a good and, point. I mean, it, maybe it was Moorhead. I really don't remember. I, I really don't remember. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know why Norfolk but, is in my head there. but. but
0: uh, well, the second time I, I got on ship, we went up to Norfolk. Hmm. But my first time we were on ship, uh, I went out Moorhead City.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I
0: really—I felt remember. cool. I was—I felt cool. I was like, "Oh man, we're getting on like this World War II boat, oh, yeah. and we're driving up into the ship." And, oh yeah, man, it's cool.
1: And, I mean, you got you got you got your bag. you got your duffel bags, you got your your big combat yeah. bag, and I mean, you're walking up the plank, and you're feeling like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm a Marine now. We're going somewhere. We're doing something." Yeah, so
0: yeah. I felt cool as yeah. fuck. Yeah, and it's a whole new world. Like the the boats go into a boat. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. They flooded the back end of a boat, but it's still floating. There's fucking
1: helicopters landed on it and shit. I'm like,
0: oh wow,
1: oh man. But I, so so yeah. So we start that deployment there, and um, I'm young and dumb, like I said, 18 years old still. And uh, they had a meeting with all with all the food service people, all the cooks, the Navy cooks and the Marine cooks. And um there's a short, fat warrant officer. He was the food service officer for the Navy. He had red hair. I still remember him. And uh, he, he looked over at me and he goes, hey, PSC why don't you go grab us some coffee? You know, I, I didn't know any better. I'm a PFC. He so said, I, okay, sir. So I went and got coffee. I brought coffee back. My gunny looked at me and he said, come here, Smith, don't ever do that again. And I was like, what gunny? He goes, you know what I'm talking about. I said, gunny, I really don't know what you're talking about. He said, next time that fat piece of trash wants some fucking coffee, he can go get his own fucking coffee. You're not his fucking servant and don't ever do it for anybody ever again. I took that ball and ran with that shit dude. (laughs) Whenever anybody Mm -hmm. asked me for the next 20 years in the Marine Corps to do something, I'd say, I ain't your damn servant. I'd say, nope. (laughs) Cause you know, you're not supposed to do that service for anybody. Right. So I had Mm -hmm. a gun, I I, I had a gunny in the, in the, in, in tank battalion. And we were buddies. We got along fine. He, 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 he he was like he was like, Hey Sergeant Smith, go get me a cup of coffee, please. And I was like, no, can't do it. <laughs> he was like, What? I said, Gunny, if I do it for you, I gotta do it for everybody else. Can't do it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. since like, there's that rivalry, once you get on ship, yeah. you know, the navy and marine corps yeah, rivalry.
1: Yeah. Well, so, see I learned a lot from Gunny Olinsky. you know, the whore paint, don't don't do servitude for nobody. You know, I learned a few things from this guy. So
0: Yeah.
1: Um so uh so, anyway, yeah, I mean, the stuff just started. Like I said, it's a whole new world. You got to get, get used to, you know, well, like me, I'm tall, so I had to make sure I didn't bump my head every time I went through the doorways. I mm-hmm. uh, had to get used to it. Go ahead. Which, which
0: you got to be coordinated because they got knee knockers. Yep. And that's almost a half a foot yep. off the deck. Yep. And then you got to duck your head and lift your feet at the same time. Yep it's it's and, almost impossible for us tall guys
1: and, and walking down the hallway while the ship's actually moving is, is an adventure in itself so yeah. you, you get used to it you get used to it but um uh I, the the, the rocks are small uh i think i actually got crabs from from, from that from that mattress too actually so had, you might have yes yeah, so i had to take yeah. care of that issue but uh, uh that that's where I, I i took a shower once and then i went and got into the rack and I, and then i woke up and i couldn't hear out of my uh, my right ear and I never went, I, I, I've, I was never one to go to the doctor when I was in the Marine Corps. So I spent the next uh, four years not being able to hear out of that ear hardly. And then, uh, you know, just to make a long story short, when I finally did go, go had it checked out, the guy pulled out this huge, big earwax. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I could hear everything in the world then. I had to turn my radio down. And <laughs> so um, but, uh, I had to have my ears cleaned out because they weren't draining like they were supposed to. So anyway, so then I I learned how to work. Only if it. you did it did. <laughs>
0: Think about how many years of shit you missed to catch that big white. I know. I knew
1: so <laughs> we we would be. Sta- <laughs> I, I remember we would be standing there, and and someone behind me, off to the right side, would would holler, "Hey Smith," and I wouldn't hear him. And 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 they would they would holler, "Hey Smith," and my buddy would tell me, he you can't hear over there. <laughs> you got to go on the other side." <laughs> Uh, it was ridiculous, but, so, I mean, if you need to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. So. <laughs> but, um, oh uh, yeah, so, okay, so, yeah, we, we, I can't, I, I have this all in my storage building. I have a whole notebook of every, that whole deployment of everywhere we went, uh, dates and times and all that, but obviously I don't mm-hmm. have it in front of me now, but during that whole six month period, obviously we went to road to Spain. Uh, I know we went to Greece. I kept a journal on my yeah. shit. Yeah. We, we went to Italy, um. Greece, I, Greece. I learned uh, what was it, Greece or one, one of them, but I couldn't get a beer. And Greece, Greece is the one where uh, every corner they have, uh, you can buy porn mags, beer, cigarettes on every corner, pretty much, if I recall correctly. But nobody, nobody had Budweiser. I, I, I was, a, I was a young, I was a young Budweiser guy, and uh, I, I, we was in one place, and I said Budweiser, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll take a Budweiser, and, and he brought me one of those, those German beers, Amstel or something. Mm. That shit. I drank oh. so much of that shit, though. I had a headache. I was drunk. Went back to the ship late at night. I was. I passed out in the bake shop behind the behind the um, cupcakes and shit in the cart. And, you know, so. <laughs> the bake shop. <laughs> yeah. That's where
0: all the Marines that they got that yeah. they got mess duty. That's where they wanted to work. Is in the bake. Oh shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was it was a lot yeah. easier than the galley. So, but yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but but I, I made friends with some of the Navy. Um, they had a Navy petty officer, black guy Wilson. Petty officer Wilson. He was an E five. Uh, he ran the storeroom, and he had two two or three sailors that worked down there with him. And uh, they used to let me hang out down there every, every night, and we would play chess and drink coffee all night and shit. So it was good times. Uh, that's really where I learned how to play chess was on that deployment. So, um, And then they had a young kid down there who had bad acne all over his face. It looked terrible. And uh, it wouldn't clear up. So Wilson told him, Wilson said, hey, every night before you go to bed, piss in a cup, get a rag, dip, dip the rag in there, and put it on your face. And then just let it soak all night long, and then in the morning wash your face off. And we're all like, ew, what the fuck are you talking about?" Will say, "I'm serious. This works." I tell you what, that kid did that shit cleared up in like two weeks. <laughs> he had, his face was smooth as hell from all. But he had terrible acne. But he started doing the piss trick, and it worked. So, but yeah, it was cool hanging out down there with them every night, way down the bottom of the ship. Uh,
0: <laughs> I could just see us getting an email now, but like you know what, I had
1: bad acne, and I I listened to your story, George. And-
0: <laughs> it's a medical breakthrough.
1: There you go, hey, young hey, we're helping people. We're helping people. You know, I used to
0: not be able to pick up chicks, but now my face is clear yeah. for the piss treatment that George enlightened me with.
1: We're helping people, man. Thank you, Lighthouse. Uh, Thank you, Lighthouse. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to go on too long because we're already over an hour here. But I, I wanted, I wanted to. At least, well, I'll clear the, I'll just do the first six months, and then I'll pick up the next six months after next time. So, so uh, basically. Um, well, we left in April, so May, June, July, August, September. we well, pretty much well, we got back in November. So it was only like what nine months, I guess. Then, huh? Um, I'll just wrap it up here real quick. But uh yeah, I even got in trouble once because a, a N six petty officer was uh, telling me something, and, and I was already, you know, I was I was getting irritated being on the ship every day. Uh, every time I turned around, nobody was in the galley except me. All the Navy people would take off and say they were seasick and all that, and I was like, "You're in the Navy." how can you be c6 so, mm-hmm. so this e6 said something to me one day and I, I was cutting shit with a big butcher knife chef's knife and um and i turned around i had it in my hand and i just turned around and i looked at him and i pretty much told him to fuck off well he took that as me not threatened him with a knife and uh, so he, he went and wanted to charge me with um i don't know disrespect uh threatening and all this other stuff now my gunny had already left he, he had switched ships he was over on another ship so there was a staff sergeant in charge of us but he wasn't my staff sergeant he was from the air wing staff sergeant clark uh nice guy he actually saved me from that so because they the the navy was trying to uh, charge me and all that here i was a pfc and they were already trying to screw me over dude so so um, yeah so the staff sergeant took care of that i just had to sign some little um what do you call them i don't know your admin guy one of those little you know It, 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 page eleven, yeah, like a page, page eleven or something, and I don't even know whatever yeah. happened to that because I never non-punitive letter of caution. Yeah. And I never saw that again the rest of my career, so I don't even know if that thing ever made it to where it was supposed to go. So, but um, yeah, probably didn't. No, so um, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I, it was, it, it was, it was, it was started out, you know, like I say, you're you're away, you're eighteen, uh, that's your first time you're on a ship and all that, so yeah, it, it it was getting old, it was getting very old, so I couldn't wait to get back, so. So basically, uh, I don't I don't have anything else that stands out. I'm sure something will pop up later, but I'll go ahead and end it at that. That, that we. Got, I loved my yeah. first deployment.
0: I loved my second deployment on ship, but.
1: Well, like I said, does, I was young then. I was only 18. The second time I went on ship, I was a sergeant. No, I wasn't. I was a corporal, and I had a better time because because obviously I knew more. But also, no, I'm I'm glad I remembered this. Our our our, our deployment was kind of cut short because. Um, they, they sent us over to the Balkans. That was when all that stuff was going over in what, Serbia, the Balkan area and all that. So they actually sent us out there 50 miles off the coast in case shit hit the fan and they need to send send Marines in, in over there. So we actually mm-hmm. sat over there for six months. So we really only had a three-month deployment, and then we sat off the coast over there for six months. Now, that really sucked because yeah. then you weren't going anywhere. Just doing gator squares. Yeah. Yep. You, yeah. weren't, you weren't getting off the ship. You weren't going, weren't going anywhere. You, and then you're, you're cooking for the, all those people three times a day. You know, just just you know, it, it gets old after six months straight. It gets pretty old. So
0: it's it's monotony. There you go. It's 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 monotony, monotony, monotony. You wake up, you hear the bells, you get on, you just become a robot yeah. because the the ship is is designed to be, uh, you know, people react to the bells. They don't re- react to what needs to really happen. Is the bells that kind of the whistles that that set everything in motion?
1: Do they so, still um? Do they still have just a drone? Did, did, did last time you were on ship, did they have like a smoking area for y'all to go for your cigars and all that? Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah
1: when it, Cause when yeah. I was there in nine, when I was there, it was 92, you know, Marine Corps, they were just phasing all this smoking stuff in you know or out, I guess you could say. I mean, we sat and smoked in the storeroom all night. We, we, we would sit and smoke in the, in the little uh, office right there near the galley. Uh, we would smoke in the bathroom and then some, maybe sailors would complain. So then they would always send somebody in there to see if anybody was smoking. um, I think the only place we couldn't smoke in was the berthing area, but I mean, I think I think you could even you could even smoke out on the mess deck during that period. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could. Yeah. So um,
0: I know I know my first time on ship, and this was in '99. Um, you could there was a lot of places you could smoke on ship, but they were trying to get us out onto the catwalk, and that was a designated smoking area on the catwalk. But you could smoke. You could go down into like the well deck where the the boats were. Um, you could smoke down there. Um, I think there was a place off the flight deck where you could smoke. It was kind of inside. So, but my last time on ship, you, you could not smoke inside at all. That's you get figured, in fucking trouble. Yeah. With that yeah. shit.
1: Yeah. No, I figure now. Yeah. I wouldn't even attempt it now, but back then, like I said, it was real, very loose rules and, uh, you could smoke pretty much everywhere.
0: <clears throat> uh, yeah. Last time I was on the ship, they didn't want motherfuckers dipping
1: inside. Like you,
0: if you want yeah. to go get fucking a dip, you take that shit outside. Yeah,
1: yeah. which is so. dumb because it's not like you're going to dip for five minutes and be done. So that's that's dumb.
0: Well, the no. the problem was is that they were afraid the ship was going to rock, and then they didn't like sailors and marines walking around with their fucking dip bottle. So, <laughs> so what they did, they said, "Here, you can walk around with your dip bottle as long as you wrap it yeah. in yeah. uh yeah. fucking yeah. Yeah, tape duct tape." And
1: I used to walk around Tank Battalion with a spit cup all the time. <laughs> yeah. Nobody said a word. Cause, I mean, I think the first Art and then were doing it too. I mean, nobody really cared. But those were old times. But no. but yeah, well, I can't wait to get to Tank Battalion. That's when the good times happened. So anyway, after after circling around out there in Gator Squares off the coast uh, for six months, we finally headed back to the United States. We got back in November. I can't remember what date, um, but it was early November. I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, maybe the fifth. I don't know. I did. We did watch the World Series. The Braves came up short that year. I do remember watched the World Series on there. They lost to the Toronto Blue Jays in six games, which was very disheartening because uh, the year before they had lost to the Twins in seven games. So, but um, so yeah. So that was uh, that kind of completes. Well, I kind of did the first year and a half of my career right there. So yeah, got back in November, and that, that completes my story this week, Chris. What do you think about that? What did Sweet you, action. What did you learn this week, Chris? Well, I learned
0: that um, George learned not to be a subservient fucking Marine <laughs> by a gunny who doesn't ro- like rape paint or, or horror, horror paint. Horror paint. Horror <laughs> paint. That's what I learned. Take that horror paint yeah. off.
1: Oh, man, that got cracked
0: Don't be a subservient.
1: Oh, man. Um, well, what did you learn? Oh, what did i learn this week shit well i learned that uh no november is a thing i never i never heard of but uh, i learned that <laughs> not that i'll be participating but i did learn about it <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> all right asshole of the week um
0: i'm gonna have to go with um Joe Biden.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but really nobody else has gotten on my nerves lately. But every time I hear or read about that idiot, and especially now mm-hmm. apologizing for the United States, for getting out of the Paris Climate Accords, which is a joke, I got to go with you, too. He's my asshole of the week again. He's officially in the asshole Hall of Fame. This guy's a piece of trash. So, but oh, You got anything else to add? I don't know
0: what happened to you. What's wrong?
1: Can you hear me? Uh, no, you broke up. All right, well you're, you're, you're back now. Go ahead, talk. Sorry, folks. A little technical difficulties. Hi, George. All right. Well, what you got to do wrap this up. Next week, uh, Chris is going to tell his uh, first year of the Marine Corps. Uh, so tune in for that. We'll have some more asshole of the weeks. Maybe, maybe Joe Biden finally will get off the list. I don't know. I, I doubt it, though, because this guy is a shit show just yeah. happening every day. So. And we'll have some new yeah. rapid fire and uh, we'll go from there anything else you gotta add no that's it that's that's how you go end it huh that's it
0: thank you all for listening
1: my <laughs> tell, five friends. Yeah, tell you five friends send us an email at two men in the shed totally uncensored at gmail.com that's the number two not the word two. let us uh, tell us some of your stories that you have I will be glad to repeat them on here so um Hell yeah. And that's that's going to wrap it up for this week. I'm going to put this thing up. Should be able to do it quickly this week because I have good data this week. And uh, then I'm going to head to the gym, Chris. So we will talk to you all next week.
0: Bye-bye.